Hello, and welcome to the CEO Blind Spots Show, where leaders reveal their blind spots and best practices. I'm your host, Birgit Camps, and today's guest is Archie Fallon, who is a partner in the corporate and financial services department of Wilkie, Farr & Gallagher. And that is a law firm which is actually international. They have about 750 lawyers located in 12 offices and in six countries. But the reason I have the pleasure of having Archie on the show is because one of of my clients, Haddington Ventures, claims he's the best lawyer in town, especially in the energy industry. So welcome to the show, Archie. Delighted to speak with you, Birgit. Hope you're doing well this morning. Yes, compared to a lot of people, thankfully I am. And Archie, when when my client referred me to you, all I heard is just how perfect you are and amazing you are. You're recognized as the Law 360 rising star in the area of energy and by the super lawyers of Texas. And then also, in 2019, you were named as one of Law 360's most valuable players in the area of project finance. So, I mean, if we look at your background and all the deals you have structured and all the successes you've helped your clients accomplish, people might think you were born already succeeding from the get-go. So first of all, I was curious, what do you think is one of the reasons you have been so successful, including, of course, that you graduated summa cum laude from uh, University of Tennessee? So tell us a little bit about why you think you've been so successful, and then later I'll ask you if you ever had had a blind spot. So go ahead. Sure. Yeah. Well, it's again, wonderful to speak with you. I think at an early stage of my career, I tried to identify mentors who I thought I could learn from. And I, I tried to take a very open view towards identifying mentors. And I worked very hard to learn what they did that made them successful and also learn from their mistakes in some cases. And then I think along the way, you also learn to teach others. And I think in my practice and my law practice, working with new lawyers, trying to teach them how to be an effective advocate for clients, and then also working with your peers and working in teams, I think can, can be really beneficial. So I think it's a combination of trying to learn from people who are wonderful at what they do and trying to train up the next generation of, of people within your organization. Those two aspects of career development, I think, help people accomplish a whole lot more than what they otherwise would if they were just on an island, so to speak. Yeah. Now, how early in your life did you realize the importance of mentors? It's really been something that, that I have always found a ton of value in, even sort of starting back in college, right? It's trying to identify people that were interested in pursuing law school, understanding, you know, what motivated them to want to become lawyers. And and then once I was in law school trying to understand what motivated people to become business lawyers, those that help their clients put together business transactions and grow businesses. And what is the role of, of an attorney in that process? And then once I, I started my career trying to learn from the senior partners exactly how they've done it, how they've helped clients grow from very small companies to large companies or from perhaps an investment house that's a smaller investment house to a larger one. And really trying to surround yourself with people who are passionate about what they do. Because I think if, if your mentors are passionate about what they're doing, they'll have <laughs> figured a lot of things out the right way over time and hopefully pass that on to you. 
And I think that's that's something that's that can be difficult to find someone who's a mentor that has a passion for what they do. And they're also interested in teaching you. So I was fortunate to have a couple people like that early in my career, just to name a few names, Ken Collada, Dan Rogers, Philip Weems, people like that who are partners at another law firm called King and Spalding. Yeah. And that and that law firm at one point also happened to have your great services there, right? <laughs> That's right. That's right. And one of the things that I know about you is that my client, it didn't matter what firm you were with, they followed you because you have done such an exceptional job for them. So now I have to ask, how does someone like you have an area to that it was a blind spot or that you had to learn from in terms of leading people effectively? Yeah, it's a great question. I think as you work on a team with other people, it's sometimes difficult, particularly in a remote working environment, to appreciate all the different issues that people have to manage in their own lives. This year has been a great example of that. A lot of people have constraints on, on their time and their ability that you may not be able to see. And so I think it's this is a good year to really double down on personal relationships and trying to understand for the folks that are on your team what's going on in their lives and being being sort of a good leader that is motivating people and aware of constraints that the team members might have. And then I think there's also, there can be generational differences in the way that people who are just coming out of law school deal with with work-life balance that are, are different than the ways that maybe people treated work-life balance when I when I was leaving law school or, or people that are more advanced in their careers. And so I think every several, several years, it's important to try to acclimate to the way new talent, new people within your, your profession, you know, treat work-life balance and, and be, be cognizant of the way they, they approach those kinds of issues. I'm trying not to chuckle because I think that's the number one how should I say that surprise <laughs> that a lot of my clients have had about that generational and then the challenges of remote. So when did you first discover that, hey, I think I have a blind spot or I was not as cognizant as I maybe should have been that there is a difference here? Yeah, I think sometimes it can be a blind spot that comes in the heat of a transaction where someone isn't able to perform at the same level that you expect and you realize that there are other issues within their their life that are constraining their ability and so it's really part of your responsibility as a leader to get ahead of those kinds of issues and try to have more more regular conversations with people about hey what's going on in your life right now how are things going and then you've set a foundation for adjusting to those kinds of situations and being prepared to to tackle the new challenges yes don't don't we all usually learn from <laughs> The, the mistakes or the surprises, not the positive ones. <laughs> exactly. So we're, you could argue we've been in a time of crisis for a while and maybe it'll continue being that way. As we start to wrap up the show, what, what's a, a tip or two that you can provide for either new leaders or leaders who may not yet have seen that in crisis things tend to change with managing people? Yeah, it's a great question. I think this is a year where it's it's a great year to invest in relationships that you have with mentors and with young younger talented people within your organization. And if you have some additional time, you know, reaching out and just 
understanding where people want to be three or four or five years from now and trying to be conscientious with how to help those people reach the next level within their careers and to not be afraid, to not be afraid of putting yourself out there a little bit and investing in someone and helping them understand what it takes to reach the next level with their career. Yeah, very good. And then if people want to know how to reach you, who would be a good fit for you in your future where you are now? Well, I work a lot with with entrepreneurs and investors in new businesses that are starting up. And so I'm happy to meet new people that are in those areas. I'm happy to meet with and speak with young lawyers that want to learn more about or law students learn more about what I do. And so I'm happy to be a resource as you encounter people in your in your business. Very good. Well, thank you for being a resource on the CEO Blind Spots podcast, so to speak, and sharing your thoughts. And especially because you have personally experienced some of the challenges right now and really appreciate you being here and being so generous also to offer to help mentor other people and to talk to not just the big corporates, but also entrepreneurs. Thank you for being on the show, Archie. Wonderful to speak with you, Barry. Thank you again. 